Welcome to Minnesota Matters. I'm Tasha Radal, and I'm joined by MNN's Bill Werner, Brent Palm, and Mike Graham. We're going to delve into what's happening in the North Star State. If it matters in Minnesota, we've got it covered. This week, Gopher football wide receiver Daniel Jackson. Saving for your child's college education, biking for a cause, but first. Students are back at Minnesota colleges, universities, community colleges, technical colleges, and other institutions of higher learning. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison says his office is investigating 52 student loan debt relief companies, many based in California, suspected of scamming students. He talked with MNN's Bill Werner about it. Many of these companies, we have reason to believe that they're violating our consumer protection laws by lying, misrepresenting their fees and their services, and falsely promising student loan forgiveness. They cannot offer student loan forgiveness. The federal government can offer it, but they don't. And yet, when they do this, they often say, oh, yeah, but for the low, low price of blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, they end up uh, trying to scam uh, uh, student loan borrowers, and we got to do something about it. So that's what we're up to, and uh, we're, we're going to be aggressive protecting Minnesotans' uh, bank accounts and family budgets. Mr. Attorney General, what, what's the pitch? I mean, do they tell, say, say a, a student who has a loan out and has heard about loan forgiveness, I mean, wh- what do they say, that we can, can have some of that loan, part of that loan forgiven, but you're going to pay this amount, and ultimately the student ends up paying more? Or just explain to us a little bit about, about what, kind of, what kind of false pitch is made. That's right. So, you know, the fact is that these fraudsters will try to prey on um, borrowers by saying, hey, you know what, we can offer forgiveness uh, or we can offer you this sort of program uh, and they'll only for the low, low price of blah, 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 which is ends up being an exorbitant fee. uh, And they're making promises that they just can't possibly deliver on because they don't have the power to deliver on those promises. Uh, and so that's the thing. So be wary of these folks. Uh, there's a lot of them. Uh, and, uh, you know, we put a list of them on our on our press release because we know that uh, many of these folks have names that seem OK. You know, the names seem OK. And then, you know, they also uh, want to charge people to enroll in the programs that people can enroll in for free. So if there's a federal program, let's say, for example, the federal student aid uh, um, program, they might say, well, we'll enroll you for the certain price to be in this particular program. And that's, uh, that's just not honest and it's not fair. And so if you think that it's too good to be true, it probably is. Contact our office at uh, 651-296-3353. And uh, you can also go online and file a complaint with us online. I know you have talked about student loan debt before and, and how sure. s- students are burdened. Uh, what, what do you feel about this, this kind, of, kind of scam going on? Well, look, you know, we ask students to improve their skills, to get as much education as they can, uh, to go to college in some cases, or at least, you know, go get some kind of post-secondary education. And when people try to comply, it makes them sometimes vulnerable to scammers. And so I'm really disgusted by these scam artists, and we're going to use everything we have in our power to hold them accountable. Now, I have nothing wrong with somebody who offers a fair financial product to students and at a a reasonable, uh, well-disclosed and transparent rate. But when it comes to the scams, we're just not going to put up with it. 
And is this um, potentially what kind of action do you have? Is it is it suits? Is it civil action? Um, is there potential yeah. criminal action? Or talk a little bit about that. If in fact you know your investigation shows that that these allegations are, are indeed are indeed have merit. Yeah. Well, we would take civil action against them. In fact, we're uh, investigating these fifty-two for that, and we often will turn files over to criminal authorities, whether it be federal authorities, state authorities. But some folks who we uh, find to be in violation of a civil law are at the same time violating the criminal law, and we like to see them held accountable whenever that's the case. So in the past, we have permanently barred more than a dozen companies like this from operating in the state of Minnesota, uh, but we also have other forms of injunctive relief that we can seek, uh, you know, disgorgement, restitution, things like that. Would it be correct that if the, these companies are operating across state lines, that it would potentially be a federal offense? If in fact uh, is that is there that possibility there, Mr. Attorney General? Well, it could be a federal offense because they're uh, scamming federal money, but certainly if they cross state lines, that would make it a federal offense. But there's more than one way that folks who engage in these scams might find themselves dealing with us on the civil side, but also in the criminal realm as well. Would it be fair to say you would not be bashful to share any information that you get, pertinent information, with the United States Attorney's Office? We would not be bashful about sharing information we get with the U.S. Attorney's Office or the Ramsey County Attorney or any of the 87 county attorneys in the state of Minnesota. These folks have to be stopped. I would just say also that there are certain things that people need to be on the lookout for. Anybody who's promising you immediate loan forgiveness or cancellation, uh, it's probably lying to you. Uh, you know, student loan relief companies have no ability to forgive student loans. Uh, if they're asking you to sign power of attorney form, don't do that. Uh, they're asking for high upfront fees uh, to apply for the loan. That's that probably that's scammy right there. Or if there's any sort of high pressure sales tactics, asking you to act immediately, try to create some certain sense of urgency. They probably are trying to hustle you that way as well. Uh, and, you know, so the, these are some of the things that people just should be on the lookout for. And, you know, one of the things that's happening right now is that within a few days, really, um, you know, there's going to be, uh, uh, you know, a return to student loan repayment. Uh, and uh, return to student loan repayment is something that after three years of student loan payments were paused, uh, interest on student loans began accruing again on September 1st, 2023. And with the first payments due next month, and we just want people to get ready for that, to get used to that, to be able to know where to ask questions about that. It's going to be a bill that they have uh, perhaps not had to pay for the last few years. So uh, this is uh, this is coming up, and we got to make sure that people know what's going on with that and how they can get help and where they can get help, which is with the Minnesota Attorney General's office. You know, it sounds, Mr. Attorney General, like with this coming back up again and, and the student loan payments coming back online, like you might have a situation where some students, if they're pressed, they might be in a little bit more position for these folks to victimize them then. Absolutely, which is why we're putting the guidance out. Uh, but uh, when in doubt, call the AG's office and we'll do all we can to make sure you get the truthful, right answers. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. If you have experienced problems with a student loan debt relief company or have suspicions about one, you can contact the Attorney General's office at 800-657-3787. Again, that is 800-657-3787. 
or visit the website for the Minnesota Attorney General's Office. Click on File a Complaint at the top of the homepage and then click on Consumer Assistance Request Form. There is also more information in the scrolling news messages just below Allison's photo. Dasha? That's Eminem's Bill Werner and State Attorney General Keith Ellison. Time for a quick break. More Minnesota Matters after this. You, my friend, have connections in the government. Yes, you. USA.gov, the official source for government information on thousands of topics. And like any good connection, there's no telling where it can take you. Why, one day you're getting student loan information. Next thing you know, you need job hunting tips. Today's road construction info could have you searching for telecommuting ideas tomorrow. The more you use USA.gov, the more uses you'll find for it. Passport applications, for example. They've been known to lead to a sudden interest in travel advisories. Our new mobile apps will even update you on the go. So whether you have information to get or ideas to give your government, check out USA.gov. Who knows? Lottery results today could lead to retirement planning tomorrow. USA.gov. With the right connections, there's no telling where you can go. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. I'm Tasha Radal. A University of Minnesota neurosurgeon is hiking 350 miles in the northeast corner of the state to celebrate his 50th birthday and to raise money for a good cause. Professor Matthew Hunt previewed his backpacking trip with Eminem's Brent Palm as he was leaving Ely. University of Minnesota Medical School professor Dr. Matthew Hunt Thanks for joining us today. I understand that you're going on a big hike. First off, tell me, where is the hike? How far are we going to go? And why are we doing this? As I'm speaking to you, I'm in Ely, Minnesota. And uh, I'm basically leaving from here and going along a couple trails that basically will get me back to Duluth uh, 350 miles later. So it's the the Kekabek Trail, which goes across the boundary waters from basically Ely to the Gunflint Trail, and then the Border Route Trail, which goes kind of north of the Gunflint Trail along the Canadian border, and then hit the Sabira Hiking Trail, and that gets you all the way back to Duluth, and that's going to take me about five weeks to do that whole trip. And uh, there's kind of two reasons I'm doing this. The, the first is I've got a big birthday coming up, and I thought I'm kind of wanted to do something like this for my birthday. And then I realized that I probably shouldn't just do this for myself. As a physician, a neurosurgeon, I've taken care of a lot of patients with brain tumors over the years. And I felt like I could give back to them by supporting two charities that do a lot of great work to help patients with brain tumors. The Glenn Garcelon Foundation, which is a, a foundation founded by a family of a patient I took care of in the past, and then the Humor to Fight the Tumor, which is a, a locally-based foundation in the Twin Cities that supports brain tumor research and patients there. So that's kind of the nutshell of what I'm doing over the next uh, five weeks or so. There's a lot faster route to get from Ely to Duluth, but you weren't looking for the fast route. <laughs> right, There's, I mean, you, can walk, you could walk along the route, the road, that probably wouldn't be very interesting. But all of these trails are part of a larger trail system called the North Country Scenic Trails, which actually runs from Vermont to North Dakota. So it's kind of uh, just a section of that whole route, but there are lots of great trails 
in different places, you know, that kind of link up. I could hike a long way if I really wanted to, but uh, 350 miles seems like plenty. <laughs> we were just up in the Lutzen Grand Marais area a couple of weeks ago, and we do our, you know, shorter Superior National Forest trails. We did the Judge yeah. Magny with the Devil's Kettle, but there was a gal who was a veterinarian from Avon, and she caught uh-huh. up. She caught up with us on our walk on the Devil's Kettle, and she'd already been walking many, many miles from Canada. She took some trail down from Canada, and was kind of doing what you're saying. She was. Headed, you know, to the North Shore and then basically, I think, going to take some of the Superior National um, trails. And then I think she said she had a car. I think she said two harbors or something. But I thought, man, that sounds like a long walk. Now, your walk sounds like a lot longer walk, but it sounds like you've got it mapped out. And these are some pretty awesome trails. Yeah, I'm sure she and I are doing the same sections of the Superior Hiking Trail because it does, it starts kind of right on the border there. That's where the border route trail ends and the spear hiking trail starts. If she came down to Judge Magny State Park and then is headed to Harbor, she's certainly doing most of the Superior hiking trail. You know, it goes from the basically the border all the way to Wisconsin, but the main section really is that border to Duluth. And actually, Two Harbors is probably everything north of Two Harbors is really nice. Well, my guess is uh, you won't have to look too hard for moose. Uh, yeah, hopefully all of that, the moose, maybe some bears, maybe, you know, who knows about the wolves or what else. Hopefully if those the bigger animals will be at a little bit of a distance. I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> I don't need a, an up-close and personal view of them. Sounds like a good deal, and it sounds like you're doing it for a good cause. How are you raising money? Are you taking donations, pledges? How do you plan to raise ten grand uh, for both these charities? So, so I, I think I'm already there. Actually, I've already hit my goal, um, and so, but people can still donate. So there, uh, I have Facebook fundraisers on my page for the hike. So they those are open through the ninth because of the you know the way the fun rate they don't don't let you put them on for too long so okay and what's your facebook if people want to donate there uh yeah it's called uh b3c backpacking to beat brain cancer b3c backpacking to beat brain cancer yeah and like you said uh you are a surgeon you've dealt with both these organizations before you even know the person or knew the person who the one foundation was named after. So it sounds like your work is very near and dear to your heart. Yeah, no, this is, you know, some of the most, you know, challenging but rewarding work that I do. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't, you know, my job is, is a challenging one, but it's, it's not even close to the challenge that, that the patients face with these brain tumors. So, you know, it's kind of an, another way I can give back to that. Is this hike a total solo trip? The whole trip is just me, but I actually have a couple of friends coming for the third week. And then my brother's actually going to come and join me for the last week. So it won't be five weeks by myself, but a lot of it will be just me. And then as far as support goes, my wife, She's dropping me off today, and then I will see her again in two weeks at C.R. Magny State Park when she drops off some supplies when I get there in two weeks. So, uh, you know, she's doing a lot of driving back and forth, and 
also keeping our teenage boys out of trouble as well. So, Well, good luck on your hike, Dr. Hunt. And let's uh, catch up and talk about it when you get back. Eminence Brent Palm and U of M neurosurgeon Dr. Matthew Hunt. More Minnesota Matters after this. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. I'm Tasha Radel. As new parents welcome their child into the world, there are so many decisions to make for the new baby and their future. One worthy consideration decision is building a college savings strategy now with MN Saves, Minnesota's 529 College Savings Plan. Joining me today is Jim Mandler. There is kind of a, a promotion and incentive going on now through the end of the year that is really encouraging new parents uh, who are welcoming uh, their child into the world to start saving for their baby's future. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Oh, absolutely. It's, um, it's a program that MN Saves is offering, and we're calling it Smart Start, and it involves a, a $50 bonus program to Minnesota parents and grandparents of babies born and open a MN Saves account this year between September 1st and December 31st. And all they need to do is go to mnsaves.org backslash newborn, read about the promotion, read about the, the rules surrounding it, and learn a little bit more about MN Saves. Open an account with an initial contribution of at least $50, and then set up recurring contributions of at least $25 for a period of six months. And at that point, that initial minimal contribution will be matched. We are encouraging this because, as we know, uh, it's, it's vital to you know future education, and uh, college can be uh, quite spendy. Correct? Absolutely, it, and it's uh, it's been increasing exponentially, as we all know, and we're all aware of the uh, the, the national uh, situation of, of student debt, and and nobody wants to put their their loved one or or child in a position where it may hamper their ability to save for a house or contribute to retirement. So this is something that, that we recognize that the importance of starting early and having a long savings time horizon for the opportunity to continue to, to make contributions and allow your money to grow is, is very important. Now, that being said, we also recognize that first year of parenthood with newborns is absolutely crazy. So we want to make it easy for folks, and we really encourage them to take the 15 minutes that it would be necessary to open and fund an account to take advantage of this promotion. And, Jim, is there any, I guess, incentives with the Minnesota um, 529 college savings plan when it comes to income taxes and, and filing? By all means. And actually, from a, a taxing standpoint, there's kind of a three-pronged uh, benefit in, in using a 529 plan. There is the, the state incentive, which you mentioned, so uh, individuals that contribute to a, a Minnesota 529 college savings plan have the opportunity of taking a tax deduction of up to $3,000 if they're filing jointly or $1,500 for those filing singularly or a, uh, a tax credit of up to $500. Additionally, on a federal level, uh, any potential earnings uh, grow tax deferred from federal and state taxes. And then when it's time to use your funds for higher education, as long as they're used for qualified higher education expenses like tuition, fees, room and board, uh, books, uh, computers, that, then all of that money can be withdrawn tax-free from federal and state taxes. 
Thanks again to my guest, Jim Mandler, Senior Marketing Manager for the Minnesota 529 College Savings Plan. Time for our last break. Stay tuned. We asked kids what it took to be a dad. This is what they had to say. A father is always present. I mean, what, father, what real father figure can you have if they're not there? In order to be a good dad, you need to love Love your son, you need to put gas in your car so you don't break down in the middle of nowhere. And you need to make some breakfast. Yep. I mean, just to maybe um, play, like, a board game with me or to just stay home and play um, some video games with me. Just to do, like, that one little thing is what I really look forward to. I'm not asking him to be a perfect dad, but he should try. He's just... A constant force in my life. There's no other type of love like a dad's love because it's not comparable to anything else. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Minnesota Matters. I'm Tasha Radal. Gopher football wide receiver Daniel Jackson made a highlight game-tying touchdown catch in last week's 13-10 win over Nebraska. He kept his balance in the end zone, got one foot in bounds by dragging his toe, and earned his first touchdown of the season. Eminent Sports Director Mike Grimm spoke with Jackson about the catch, which was featured on several national sports shows. Jackson says they practice making catches like that. It's trained for sure. It comes down to fundamentals. We get uh, taught to throw our leg. And like physics kind of say that if you throw your top leg, your back leg is down to drag. So, you know, went to physics, I guess. But also, nah, Coach Fleck and Coach Simon definitely do a great job of instilling that in practice every day. Anytime we're on the sideline, we throw our leg to make sure that toe's down. That's amazing. And then it looks so cool. I mean, you had the, it almost looks like the Air Jordan, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. the logo, right? right you got right. the Jordan logo going there, and it's kind of the toe, the toe drag, if you want to use hockey vernacular, the toe tap, if you want to use football <laughs> vernacular. Um, so walk me through it. So it's fourth and 10, you're at the mm-hmm. 13, uh, time's winding down. It's really do or die at that point. Right. There's time out on the field, there's discussion, mm-hmm. and you probably at that point know. If you get open, it's coming to you. So right. take me through your mindset as you line up for this play. Well, the whole like I was being down in that whole two minute is technique time at that point, and so playmakers make plays. You know when they're especially at times like that when they're uh, counted to on to be you know at their best, and so just the play call and understanding the leverage that I'm I was be given I was given from the DB, and in my mind I, I already kind of seen the play happening. I could foresee it, but at that point it's just staying poised and staying calm and. Fundamentals, <laughs> you know, run the route as best you can. You had to get that guy to believe you were on a slant or a cross, right? Correct. And yes. he and he believed it. Yeah, he believed you it. You sold it. So yeah. you're that's your that's your goal is to mm-hmm. get him thinking. You gotta, it. yeah, you gotta be the best salesman. You gotta eyes, chest, arms, everything gotta tell you the first route for him to believe it. You gotta believe the first route for him to believe it. So that's kind of how I go about it: run the first route and then react off of it. And so you you get the guy to bite. Now you take it to the sideline or the corner, mm-hmm. and now you just have to wait for the throw. Did it seem like a, a, it took forever for the ball to get to you, or did you did you have a good feel kind See, of for where you were? Yeah, I was honestly thinking about it last night. Like the, it felt like the ball was in the air for like like it looked like it was coming straight to me. So I was like, at that moment, you like I'm just staying poised, and, and, I, and in my mind, maybe a few years back I wouldn't have been that poised in that, posi- in that position, but. I feel pretty poised in that position, knowing like this is just routine. This is another routine play, just making a play. Knowing you know the technique that's just going to be having to do it. And at that point, instinct takes over. 
I wasn't I wasn't planning on dragging the feet, but I mean it just happened. So the, the training worked. The training worked, and you so, fall back on it. Now you're watching the ball. Obviously, you got to keep your eye on the ball to catch it. You got to get your hands to the ball. How do you do that all while trying to figure out where the sideline is without you really couldn't sneak a peek, right? Yeah, you know, you really can't. It's just really field awareness, I'd say. You kind of get a feel for where you're at. You know you're out breaking, and, you know, the sideline's over there somewhere. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chasing the ball, so that's when I say the little instinct kind of took over because I couldn't tell you exactly I was on the field, but I knew I was close to the sideline, and, and my technique's telling me to drive that foot down to the ground and throw that leg. So so you, you make the catch, you hit the deck, you hear the crowd go nuts. Mm-hmm. I don't know, did you see the ref signal? Did you look up? Uh, you... Yeah, that was kind of like the first little, you know, you give a glance to the ref, but then the first, the Corey Crimson was the first guy in my face, and I loved it. We got our <laughs> little handshake going on, and I thought that was also uh, like probably one of the best moments, just probably Daniel there better to catch, but no, I, I love that moment that me and Corey shared. Yeah. And also with Nick Keller up coming in, too. He came flying in, and then others uh, joined the party, and then the review happened. So did yeah. you know it was close? See, I knew it was close, but I had faith, and I knew I dragged. I really thought, you know, going back to the two plays prior, I really thought that one had a good chance of being called touchdown. But, uh, no, I knew this one had to go. This one had to be completion. Especially, I'm happy the ref called it uh, touchdown on the field, and uh, I really give hats off to the ref, and that was a great call. Uh, But, yeah, I, I I knew it was a touchdown. Yeah, and and you're right. The ref was on it. He mm-hmm. called it. Um, and for, so you know, I'm doing the game on the radio. I if you, I don't know if you heard the highlight. I said it, uh, I knew you caught it, but it was an optical illusion a little bit. It looked mm-hmm. like your front it, foot. Almost my feet. So I said incomplete. Time, right. So I said incomplete. And then the ref goes touchdown. I was like, oh, a touchdown. He must have dragged the foot. Mm-hmm. And I was disappointed that I missed the call. But now in retrospect, I think it is kind of fitting because it was such a great catch. Most people up by where we were, it was like. I don't think he. Yeah, you know, it's hard to see. It's up. a bang bang, especially. And so it was. I mean, it's, it's such a brilliant catch and such a brilliant uh, way to drag the foot. And the training worked. And here you are with a touchdown. So now you're waiting. Uh, and then the official, and you're you're feeling good. I mean, there mm-hmm. was serious, conclusive evidence. Once right. we saw the replay, like, oh, this is for sure going to stand. Yeah. Because uh, you were nervous two plays before where yeah. you had the catch. Right. And I think if they'd have called that a touchdown on the field, yeah, it could have stand. I don't but think it, they could overturned it. Right? Yeah, I think it was more of a, a did he control it on the way down type of thing, like with the yeah, ground kinda, impact. Yeah, kind of did it move a second? Uh, yeah. I, no, I thought I, I don't think he had the the ref who called it had a good view, but I thought that was a completion, one hundred percent. Yeah. But. You know, we we let it, we but left because it, to the it next was play. incomplete. I think because he called it incomplete, right. I don't think they felt like they could overturn. Yeah, it wasn't enough evidence. I, they, I would say the same thing for yeah. them. Had he signaled touchdown, yeah. I think they have it stand. I think it was stand. right. I yeah, mean, it I was so close. You. You, yeah. you, you had it, but uh, you come out then, of course, two plays later, and 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 make this phenomenal catch. How um, how much did you hear from people, uh, friends, relatives? Um, you know, former teammates, whoever, coaches that you played for. Right. Uh, you know, a bunch of people hit me up. Honestly, probably the, I'd say maybe the one of the most famous or I'd say inspirational guys that hit me up was Calvin Johnson, uh, Megatron. He had sent me a DM, and that was pretty nice to see. Uh, Is that right? Yeah. That's for the Hall yeah, of Famer. I, I think yeah. that's pretty cool. I thought that was awesome. Uh, so I definitely hit him back, but um, no, nah, definitely uh, I had a I have a big support team and I have a big support uh, like family and friends that just you know appreciate me and love me and you know continue to walk along this journey with me. So uh, yeah, I definitely got to receive a lot of love. Uh, I think it was a pretty much a viral like moment yeah. social media wise. So I did I did gain a, a few more followers and people who noticed. So that's always a great thing. But uh, yeah, I was I was I was enjoyed times with my friend and fa- friends and family correct uh, right after. That's Gopher receiver Daniel Jackson with Eminem Sports Director Mike Grimm. 
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Minnesota Matters. Be sure to join us again next week on this MNN affiliate station, same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Tasha Radolf.